Season 5, Episode 9, The Korean Bookie. It doesn't really make sense to me that Larry has a Korean bookie, first of all. It doesn't make sense to me that Larry is so enthusiastic about betting on sports. Not Well, one, enthusiastic, and two, so upset over losing like $150 from the guy who never is concerned with money once on this show. Is it normal for people to have a bookie who just shows up? And takes bets without like knowing about the lines or the odds or anything like that. I, I, I'm not sure. I, I don't know that much about the like the black market bookie like situation. Um, I, I don't know. I do like how every time the bookie tries to convince Larry that they're thinking the same thing, and somehow Larry falls for it every single time. Yeah, it, it, Larry's like as soon as Larry starts saying Nick's, then the other guy's like Nick's, yes, and like he finishes at the same time and just convinces Larry that they were on the same page. And I like how, um, do you like Larry's, uh, I build my house with bricks dance in the first scene of the episode? Oh, that's the best. He's the third pig. He is think the third think pig. of me that way, Cheryl. I want you to think of me as the third pig. <laughs> so it's a great I build line. my house with bricks. <laughs> think of me that way. Um, okay. What What is really weird, so they go to that barbecue at the beach, mm-hmm. and Marla, who I guess was in the Seder, so she's been introduced before, takes a coat out of a random person's car. Like, that's very strange. She is so in the wrong here. Often Larry's in the wrong, but she is so in the wrong here. 100% in the wrong. 100%. And even uh, more egregious that she spills some chocolate on it. Or well, and then doesn't it. offer to give it back right away until Larry has, like, pried off of her, basically. I mean, it is an awkward situation because, yes, she did just get engaged. <laughs> also, when did he ask her to marry him? Did they even show that? Well, they just kind of walked away and then they came back and they were like, hey, we're engaged. I'm not, I, I didn't actually read that necessarily as they just got engaged that on the beach. Maybe they got engaged like a day or two before and through this party to announce it to everyone. She did say something along the lines of this being the best night. Oh. I took it as they got engaged that night, but one minute. Maybe it's because she wore Larry's jacket. I do like that Larry is not a fan of s'mores because I am not a <laughs> fan of s'mores either. He, he he calls them all idiotic for eating that way, I think. I, I I agree. I'm not a fan of s'mores, and I stand behind that conviction. Um, I'm okay with s'mores. I mean, I think they're overrated. Like, I'll, I'll eat them. I don't hate them. But it's not going to get me that excited if, like, there's s'mores to be eaten. I'll save my s'more rant for s'morecast, which is another day. Okay. I do uh, like that yeah. when we meet the bookie the second time, or the first time, uh, Larry is telling him the story of the jacket. That's my next note. It cuts in with, and if we, if the jacket had been big enough for two people, first of all, <laughs> there are no jackets big enough for two people. I would have shared it, like the pig did. And he's not like, I would have shared it like the pig did. Is that's a reference? Like you can just say to people, like, but I'm, it, the, I'm the pig with the bricks. It implies that he told them the rest of the story too. No, he didn't though, because then he says it afterwards. Because oh. songs like the pig, what? <laughs> So then Susie shows up with Cheryl, and Oscar shows up. Yep. And the bookie is looking at Oscar very adoringly. I don't know. Yeah, that's a good, that's a good way to put it. He's he's enthralled by the beauty of Oscar. Beautiful. That's the thing is, if you have a bookie that makes house calls, like I'm not sure you just let him in your house. Like I think maybe that's like a he waits outside type of situation, isn't it? Probably. And why does he have to come in in the first place? Uh, well, Larry invites him in because he used to go upstairs to get a check because Larry conveniently never has cash in this episode. But... <laughs> <laughs> right. 
I, I'm honestly not sure if like bookies taking illegal bets would be okay with getting paid in traceable means. Well, he said make the checkout to cash the first time. He the first time. The second, the second time, time he doesn't. second time he signs it over to Song. The second time he doesn't. <laughs> so we have okay. the next scene where we run into Heinemann's car in the parking lot of the deli once again and the dent was not fixed it was not fixed and larry calls him out on it and he does not even pretend to use a jew voice did you notice that jeff um when jeff notices this all he says is wow (laughs) i actually missed that which i'm sad about because i love jeff lines another another classic jeff just wow Wow. i feel like that's jeff's fallback line when he doesn't have anything to say no that exactly that's like his improv thing it's just like good and nothing it's It's so it's so easy it's so easy but it's so great yeah yeah, it, it's it's extremely easy. He doesn't have to think or do anything. It's this great fallback. Mm-hmm. And Larry tries to take pickles off his table. <laughs> that was a little strange. And I do like at the end, like the good day, Mister David. Good day, Mister Heineman. Larry does say it in his fake Jew voice. He does. He does. I feel like he starts out the conversation with his fake Jew voice. I don't think he did. I think he was full Larry. I'm not so sure. I didn't. I only watched it once right now, so I'm not positive. But I didn't take a note about it. I think I would have taken a note if he did. He definitely that. breaks out the Jew voice at some point. Well, the end on "Good Day, Mr. Heineman." Good day, Mr. Larry. <laughs> Mr. David. Yes. Uh, the next note that I have is that Larry says that he loves that dog. He loves yeah, Oscar. Well, <laughs> yeah, he he's crying over losing the hundred fifty dollars. First of all, yeah. he's betting on these basketball games and not watching them and not checking the score the next day and just like randomly asking random strangers if they know the score of random basketball games. These are all close games though. (laughs) Apparently, but like if you put a lot of money on a game, don't you want to watch it or at least like check? I mean, they had the internet. This is like what, 2006 maybe? Like at least check the score. Like don't just ask some guy in a veterinarian's office. Like, But but the most wrong part about this is that he says that he loves Oscar, but he like... Oscar bit his penis. Oh, I'd forgotten about that, actually. Like, yeah, he, he really he shouldn't love Oscar. Oscar. <laughs> I, I just like his line when he's crying. Like, if anything happened to him, I don't know what I'd do. <laughs> well, I'm sure I'd figure something out. But... <laughs> but, like, none of that is believable. This is a dog that previously on the show bit his penis. A lot of this episode doesn't really make sense, especially when it gets towards the end. All right. Uh, uh, so, so after that, they go back. Um, Oscar's missing. Mm-hmm. And Larry tells Jeff that the bookie song really liked him and <laughs> brings up the fact that it's not a Koreans eat dogs. I just like the way he leaves at the end. He's like, I'm sure he didn't eat your dog. He didn't kidnap and eat your dog. Don't worry about that. Yeah, I like that too. I also wrote down Susie, Susie's like outfit in the scene. She has like embroidered tassels on her pants or something like that. I didn't notice that either. It, it was very strange. I mean, it was very Susie. It was a very Susie out there outfit. But this one was just really weird. Yeah, I mean, I must be must have slipped. I don't know how I could not notice a Jeff Wow or a good Susie outfit in the same episode. So then we go to the uh, bookie shop, and apparently he's a florist on the side. Well, he's got to have a front to his business. Yeah. Uh, he's a florist who also brings food to the wedding. Also, also does some good, delicious Korean food. Exactly. And I love uh, the interaction around the sandwich that he takes out. Yeah, what kind of meat is that? It's the, the best, best meat. meat. <laughs> <laughs> Only the best for song. The Only best. The best. Meat. But I love how he just takes out the sandwich in the middle of the conversation. 
It's it's like Larry's Larry's about to leave. You can you can wait <laughs> on the sandwich, even though it's the best meat. Uh, yeah, it's just not an answer. <laughs> the best. Next time someone asks you what you're eating, just say like the best whatever it is. Oh, the best salad. The best sandwich. The best tuna. <laughs> what kind of pizza is that? The best pizza. Uh, the best meat. And then they then go straight to the wedding. Mm-hmm. Uh, Larry's outfit is amazing, especially the hat. Oh, the beach hat is fantastic. He's just wearing like a, a green t-shirt and, and his straw beach hat to the wedding. <laughs> yep. Um, he then sees um, the handiwork of the doctor. What's his name? Mark, right? Mm-hmm. Played by Rob Hubel. Um, all around him, Jeff noticed that. And then we get to the daughter of Heinemann, which I don't even remember her name. Does she have a name? Uh, I should know His this. name is Ben Heinemann. What yes. is her name? I feel like it's like Rachel or something, but... That's what I thought, too. I don't know. I have it written down somewhere. <laughs> well, I, I do like Larry's line. I was talking about how big her, her uh, fake breasts are. Mm-hmm. And the doctor comes up and says, What, were you drunk at the time you did this thing? <laughs> I actually really liked her line. Because she's playing this so like so dry. And she says, yeah. We thought they would be festive if they were appropriately sized. <laughs> yeah, that... That was my next note also, if it's out of order. That's, like, maybe the best line in this sh- whole show. Like, she does a good job playing this, like, I don't care, I don't want to talk to you, Larry. Just please go away. We thought they would be festive if they were appropriately sized. I liked her a lot more in this episode than I did in the previous episode. No, she's good in this, uh, in the previous episode, she's just annoying. Mm-hmm. In this one, she's good. Yeah, I, I agree, in her, in her very limited, uh, very limited role. And then we have the whole... The food that you're eating is Oscar debacle at the wedding. Well, right before that, though, mm-hmm. um, during the ceremony, uh, and I actually really don't like this when Larry gets caught being hypocritical, um, is that he gets called out by Marla for not getting a new jacket with $150. And he says, well, it's my money. I can do whatever I want with it, which he called Heinemann out earlier in the episode. And like, I don't know. I, I like I like so much like Larry's social... Like social rules and social norms, and like what he, what I like when he does what he thinks is right, and like there's a reason for it. But I really don't like when he just gets caught up in stuff like that when he's just such a hypocrite about his own rules. Yeah, I mean, this comes up a few times in Curb where he, I know. he knows he feels that someone else is wrong, and then they wrong him, and then he wrongs someone else in the same exact way. Yeah, and exactly. it's it's tough to feel for Larry in those situations. Uh, I feel like Larry is more of a person to stick to his guns than change up his morality based on the decisions of someone else i know um okay then we get to the oscar talk uh tobacco <laughs> on the pulgagi i thought larry david's like physical acting was really funny here when like he first realizes the dog and starts like screaming and like choking and like his face turns red i thought that was really good he's almost doing the larry comedy run yeah almost. exactly exactly um and he's screaming for water all he wants is water screaming dog oh my god but then oscar shows up there at the end which makes no sense no sense whatsoever from where does oscar show up from where how far away is this beach yeah they don't live by the beach (laughs) where oscar went yeah i mean that there's no there's no way to explain it the whole ending i don't know doesn't make any sense i i agree 